Felice? That is a good question. That I may not have the answer to. Hi! Hello. You look like a chat. Man, Will, you are really dark tonight. Yeah, I can, I can change that. That's We're fine. talking about the Batcave, so that makes a little bit... There's Will. That's a... Oh, look, there, and like here is like the Will's drape here in the lower left-hand corner. We're just gonna, we're just gonna do that. There we go. See, I can change this. Hang on, I can change this. That's an image. What's that? Oh, I know what that image is. Yeah, welcome to, uh, welcome to behind the Looking Glass, where we, uh, where we do things like this kind of stuff. I need to add a new source. Let's browse. Where do I have it? Do I have it here? I should have it here. This makes, makes for great podcasting, by the way. Yeah, let's use this. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's do this. And then we're just going to click and drag. And I'll put that at the bottom. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. And we're going to just move, move Will to like right there where he normally is. So we can just, people can just get really upset because of the asymmetry of it all. There we go. See, look, it's, it's, it's the thing. It is. There we go. How's that? That's much better. Yeah, there we so go. Everything looks better. Speak it. Bang. Hello, everybody. Hi. Good evening, it's the Game Won't Play Itself podcast, episode four of season three. I am Blood Teammaker, aka Will McKellar, and joining me tonight, it's the legend, the master of the beard, it's James Atkinson. So, I do have to apologize to to everybody, uh, to some of our listeners. Uh, you got rid of a fat, annoying guy with blonde hair, and we just sent another one to your country. I have to apologize for that. Um, I can't believe you guys, man. I cannot believe you. It did wasn't. It. I mean, like he's not here right now, so it, we're, we're a little happy about it. And besides, he owns. Doesn't he own land in Scotland? Yeah, he owns a golf course, Tembury. And it's just, I, 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 I can't believe you sent him over here. Why would you send him over here for us? Hi, oh, hang on, hang on, everybody, uh, everybody, uh, can I have uh, some people, wait, Michael, hi, how are you? I know you're probably not going to last through the whole thing, but we need to do something for you right now. Uh, can we get a couple exclamation mark MLGs in the chat for Michael? Go. Good morning, Michael. This is the podcast. We're live. You should be listening. You went a bit for me there. You went a bit kit from, from Night Rider. So, hello, Michael. This is your morning wake up call. This is Good your morning. morning wake up call. Good morning. Welcome to the Game Let's Say Itself podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. So, what's on the show tonight? Well, we're going to be discussing news, good and bad. We'll, we'll see. We mixed what we've been it. Playing. We, we got a mix. What we've been playing, maybe some shout outs, a bit of an update on the extra life stuff. And you know, then we'll get out of here. Let you have your, your Saturday Saturday morning, Friday night, back to wherever you are. 
So yeah, James, do you want to start with housekeeping? Okay, so we're actually starting with the housekeeping this time. Instead of like us awkwardly remembering it halfway through the show and then me just not editing anything and just leaving it there. <laughs> you know you put this part we need to edit, this part right here. Ed James, edit it, edit, edit, edit. It's part of the joke, it's the bit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're not supposed to look behind the fourth wall. I've seen behind the fourth wall. Shh, it's just another fine. door. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Go back to that. It's good. Yeah. <clears throat> so, 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 what do? We, here's the question. What do we do today? Do we do shock jock like normal? Do we do like serious guy like last time? Like, where do we want to go with this? Where's Where's the housekeeping want to go? Chat. We need to talk about housekeeping here. I personally think we should go daytime shopping channel. Oh, daytime. Not like like late evening, like Mike Rogue doesn't give a shit. No. Like, no, like, no, no, no. So I got to sell this like daytime shopping channel. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Hi there. Welcome to the Game Won't Play Itself podcast. I'm one of your hosts, James Atkinson, but I also go by Spike. Joining me is, of course, Will McKellar, also known as Lord Teammaker. And you want to know what? He did get that because he is English. <laughs> so, I need to talk to you about something here today, guys. Now, we have this wonderful thing that we can do here. We run a show. It's on Twitch. And Twitch is a wonderful platform. Have you heard about Twitch, Will? I have. You have heard about Twitch. Well, great. Mm -hmm. Well, let me explain it to you a little bit. Now, Twitch is this wonderful service where people take things, mainly video games, though some people go out into the world and do it, and some people even cook. There's a cooking channel, and people draw, they make music. It's a wonderful thing. It is quite literally, you can do anything on it within the terms and service. Which is is to be fair, because you only want to keep it PG thirteen. Just be fair, PG thirteen. It's it's a thing. If you want the R rated stuff, the X rated stuff, there are places on the internet for that. We have discussed them permanently. But tonight's a PG thirteen show, so we're gonna go to that. So the question said, now James, what what does it cost me? What does it take to be a part of this wonderful community? And I have to tell you something. It's free. You don't have to pay a dime. You can be yeah. here. I know. It's insane. You, you can be here. You can watch. Enjoy the entertainment for free. Anybody on Twitch. It is amazing. But I do have to say one thing. A lot of these people, they do this for fun. But it helps if you want to help them. And if you want to help them, there's a thing called Prime. Mainly Amazon Prime. Now, let's be real. We all have Amazon accounts. And most of us probably have Prime accounts because that that two-day shipping is wonderful. The video library, they've got The Expanse. It's a wonderful show. Sci-fi. It's like Game of Thrones in space. There's like sex, drugs, and rock and roll in it too. That cop, by the way, fantastic. I love it. Totally beautiful. Watch The Expanse. But after the show. Now what you can do is you can take that Twitch Prime and you can link it to your Twitch account. 
And what you do is once a month, 30 days. Really? Four fortnights. That's a term? That's We're going with that. That's four fortnights. You can subscribe as part of your Twitch to a channel. Possibly the game won't play itself. Possibly something else. And you're supporting those people. You are giving them the ability to give you great content. Now, there are other ways you can do this as well. You can watch ads. Because Twitch doesn't just run ads. That's just not a thing that they do. Unless you're a partner and you can do the. But they just don't run ads. You can choose to get bits by either spending money. But who wants to spend money when you can watch ads for free? And by watching those ads, they give you bits. And those bits give directly to, say it with me, Will, the streamer. Streamer. Thank you. So, yeah, you might say, these are all wonderful things, but how do I help more? I am already a Twitch subscriber. I already watch all the ads and the bits. And I would say, you wonder what? You're doing your part. You're telling your friends, you're on the social medias, you're following, you're forwarding, you're sharing, you're liking, you're thumbnailing, you're snapchatting, you're tumbling. Hell, you're even myspacing. And God bless you if you're myspacing. You are one of the few. How is your live journal? Please send it to me. I haven't seen it in a while. But let's be honest. It's not all about us. It's not all about the flashy show, the Twitch subscribers, the regular subscribers, the emotes, the followers, the notifications. It's not even about the fact that you can buy games. By the way, with Prime Day coming up, they have been giving away games for free. More free for you. Just for being a Prime subscriber. You've already got it and you know you do. So why haven't you done it yet? I'm looking at you. But here's the thing. All of this is wonderful. All of this is absolutely great but you want to know what's more important helping kids and you know why helping kids is awesome because it makes you feel good buying the t-shirts is awesome too i mean you could get a dancing break dancing lard on your chest if you want to rock that you can get a teacup on your teacup so you can be double teabagging on the teacup it's all great it's a wonderful thing but helping kids is important and you know how you help kids you donate to extra life you know how you donate to Extra Life? Hit him with that command, Will. It's exclamation mark Extra Life if you don't know. Oh, it's extra. Exclamation mark extra. Always. Bang. There we go. That's how you do it. Now, we are doing things for Extra Life. We are streaming. Both Friday, Saturday, Sunday, times to be times to be established closer to the event. But we're giving you three eight-hour streams at a minimum. That's what is that? And you're saying, James, how can that be? I come and I watch you every Friday night. And I would say, yes, you do. And you want to know what you get quality hour and a half's worth of entertainment on your Twitch, either on YouTube on Monday or the audio version on Sunday night. And you say, James, that's great. I love that. And I say, you know what's even better? Eight hours apiece individual streams individual things chris is streaming dark souls i don't know what will is doing probably pinball or something no i, I, I don't know fully what i'm doing yet but i do know pc 
It'll be on PC. It, whatever he's doing, it is PC. Me, on the other hand, I just it's it, it's I will see what the world brings to me at the time. I want to keep it completely open. I am not tying myself down to the constrictions of setting a date and knowing what you're playing and being prepared for that because this is a spine. This is spontaneous. That's what this is. And we love this. So what can you do? Well, you can go to that link. That's an extra life link. You take some money. You donate it. It helps kids. It helps kids in a hospital to be able to play games and have fun. And you know what's more fun? Watching kids who are sick get better by having fun. And know how you do that? You do that by donating an extra life. That's right. If you, and if you don't, and but wait, there's more. If Chris earns $2,000 during his stream, he will stop his stream. Stop a cold turkey. He will go out, buy a PlayStation 4 console, buy Bloodborne, and he will run it. And he will speed run it. And he will get his own personal best in that game. I guarantee that. That he will get his own personal best in Bloodborne when he does that, and you have to do it. You have to go, and you have to, you have to donate. But wait, there's even more. There is, I, there is so much more. If we hit five thousand dollars total Five during thousand. Extra Life, up to or during Extra Life, then I will challenge Tim, who is in the chat under T Paul in twenty, one on one. Kung Fu Panda. In yeah. Panza onesies. We'll make that happen. Why? Because we care. And you know why we Fuck. care? We want to give money away. And we, we want you to help us give money. Now, here's the wonderful thing. You go, James, this is great. But it's the summer. I want to go off. And I go, we, I go, James, listen, I understand. I completely get it. But here's the thing. It's in November. It's November 2nd starting. That's right, November 2nd. So it gives you, like, three-ish months to get ready to go. We're going to go with three months because we don't use that system of measurement of time and space here in Tech Whippies. However, it's already started. It's already started. You can go now. You can get a front row seat to the insanity that will be these streams. And you want to know what? You know how much it will cost you? Whatever you want to donate to make kids feel good. How is that a bad thing? Here's the other crazy thing. And this is something you may want to look into. Employers may match your donation. So here's the other thing. If you not only want to donate money to help kids, but you want your corporate entity, who may or may not be on the best, best companies to work for, to take money out of their slush funds and give it to kids to play video games, why wouldn't you? And here's the other thing. Here's the thing about that matching, right? This, you don't know, James, and this is an exclusive on here fully. It's exclusive. Uh, we love exclusive deals here at Tick Whippies. Now, you know I've been, do, been doing the return of Pinball Tuesdays, right? That's, you, that you is the thing. That, you have been right? playing pinball. Now, with that, mm -hmm. I'm going to be raising money for myself to donate to Extra Life in our channel bit. Okay. But here's the thing. We have two people who have come out and said to me, what you donate at the end of this, we will match it for extra life. Two people. 
Stupidiatic Kim as well. Two awesome people of our chari- of our community. Yes. So what does that tell you? It means doing good for kids is a wonderful thing and makes you feel good. And not only see things, you're not buying something physical. You're not going and buying Octopath Traveler today. You're not going there buying the battle pass for season five of Fortnite. You know what you're buying? Kindness and love and caring. And ultimately, isn't that the best thing to have as part of the human condition? Now, I'm not telling you how much to donate. I wouldn't go about tell- doing that to you. You know, but but you know how much kindness and love is worth. There's a number in your head. You've already got it there. You, you, it came up the second we mentioned it. It was there. That's the number you should donate because that's the number you're comfortable with, and you know it'll help. So for the low low price of that number in your head, you can help kids for extra life. And don't worry. We'll come up with an entirely different sketch the next week. And we will definitely revisit this sketch later because we will run out of ideas. Yes. Now can I ask can we stop that because I felt dirty. <laughs> I think we almost went televangelist fair for a second. Like we skirted televangelist real hard. <laughs> I want to plant a seed, a seed of faith. You plant a seed of cash, that's a seed of faith. And you want to get that seed. We don't need the 4G jet. No. (laughs) Yeah, so. I want to get myself another jet. (sighs) So, everybody, uh, donate to Extra Life. It's for a wonderful cause. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do next. It, It is also tax deductible. That is true. So, help you find out stuff there. Huh. I mean, granted, you 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 did, Will. You did ask for the um. You asked did. for daytime, for daytime hawkers. I opened myself up for that one. So that's that's what you went for. I and Michael Patterson also has the Leet Challenge when he will donate thirteen dollars and thirty seven cents once he hits his thing when he hits trophies. Yes. So no sandbagging, Michael. We'll watch you. Yeah, because I've been asked not to sandbag, and I'm not going to. I know. I, I, and uh, to answer everything, we all, we all know what me playing Fortnite solos is like. There is a video. There is a YouTube video now of me playing that Fortnite solo. Let's just say it's, it is both my best, and worst, worst moments. All in all, in like the span of one hour. Yeah. Because you, you saw Jim shitting himself and panicking. But very good gameplay. I even got some kills that game. I think I got one yeah. or two kills. I, I was impressed. I was, I was watching it back again recently and I'm like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> By someone who's saying you're a bit shit, it's like you're killing people. That's really good. It's all that Metal Gear Solid training comes back. All that hiding <clears throat> in boxes and bushes, sneaking up on people with shotguns. If they had a CQC component in Fortnite, I'm pretty sure I would be the best player in the world. Just hands down. What, you're telling me they have boxes in CQC? Watch out, Ninja. (laughs) But as we pandered enough to your sensibilities and your good hearts, because let's be honest, that's what we just did. 
totally understand. But it's for a good cause, and you know it. Uh, let's go to the news. Mm-hmm. So we have some news stories uh, this week. I guess I'm leading the news because I was the one who found some of the news stories. Yep. Um, though, though me and Will, I, I dare say we we're probably a bit more educated than usual on some of these news stories. Yeah, this surprised the fuck out of both of us how we did this. Yes. So, first things first. Disney bets on esports. That's right. Disney will be, has cemented a deal with Activision to show Overwatch esports during prime time in the United States. It's prime time television. Uh, technically on Disney XD, but I think there will be some bleed over into ESPN as well. Are we going to have this sp- a team sponsored by Mickey then? No, they're sponsored by Cities right now. Fair it's, enough. Can, it's it's the Overwatch that? League that we've all been seeing about on their Blizzard. That's that's what they've gotten through. So this is, yeah. I mean, obviously this is a major thing because the deal is worth something $90 million for a year. Wow. That's for the 20, and that's for next season. I think it's for the playoffs of this year and then for the entirety of next season. Wow, that's so, a ton of money for just one game. I know the people in the Premier League are going, hmm, what are we going to do about this? Sorry, they're all Saudi now. My apologies, my apologies. <laughs> they're all owned by Arab Emirates. <laughs> but the, it, so it, 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 shows, it shows some legitimiz, legit, legitimizing, legitimization. L- legitimacy. Legitimacy of it when one of the largest cable networks that is trying to buy not only Fox, but Sky's trying to buy Fox, who's trying to buy Sky Sports. Yep. So they've got a lot going through now. And especially if they, and they think this is going to work very well because Activision is what has one of the, it's a large following. They've already got the networking in place for Overwatch as an eSport. They've got the sponsors in place as well. They just needed the vehicle. And they also have a deal with Twitch for the, all the live streams. So now this isn't going to conflict with the live streams of it because it's going to be television. So it's technically a different medium. So they're just, they're getting it in front of more people. Which, which can only be a good thing. Which can only be a only good be thing. Good. And let's just hope that they tone down the language a little bit. Obviously, they're not going to mic up the people who are playing the game. Because we can only imagine that. By the way, so there have been some streamers that have been uh, banned recently for the use of choice words. Uh, mainly being derogatory towards homosexuals. Uh, I think we all know what those words are. We've all played at least one game of Halo in our lives with a, with a 5-year-old or a 15-year-old or a 9-year-old. I don't know. They're all young to me nowadays. Yeah, so, and we've all been called them. You know, I, I did buy a $300 pair of gaming headphones so I could be told that the 13-year-old on the other end has sexual relations with my mother in clarity. Absolute clarity. 10 out of 10. Best. But this is only a good thing because I, I think these things are... The, the showing of esports as a legitimacy, giving it legitimacy, giving it more revenue and seeing these things in a wider public eye is only going to do things to help the image of gaming. Yes. And especially if this stuff is there, but it is punished correctly and, you know, in a consistent way as well, that'll help eradicate this stuff from gaming too. 
Exactly. In like, my opinion. You know, the yeah. use of racial slur when talking when talking about your product, you as the CEO and founder have to then step down from the seat from the company and then get all your marketing material removed of everything on it. Even though the fact that your name is literally the name of the pizza company. John. You know who you are. If you say derogatory remarks to people who are tweeting at you, you will get fired. Yes, which leads us into the Guild Wars thing. ArenaNet recently let go two people, uh, basically based on a discussion that came out. One of their, one of their members, one of their people at the live development team, tweeted out talking about the difficulties of story writing for an MMO versus linear linear story writing that you see in like a God of War or uh, Darksiders are the really only two linear games. It, <laughs> Tomb Raider, Prey, come to mind. Which then she she was responded to by one of the pillars of the community, uh, who, with a relatively reasoned argument, talking about how it, it doesn't necessarily evolve in in the genre more and about how the how like the storytelling talks about how, the system they the vehicle they use for their storytelling, at which point she took it a little bit on the wrong way. Maybe didn't understand what he was saying, which which he did he he did rescind his statement, saying if I if I offended, I apologize. This may not be the right place to discuss it, but did go on a tirade speaking about things, um, uh, about her being a female in a male dominated workplace, and kind of goes on from there. I'm not one. I'm not going to read it out to you. It's very public, uh, but she also said that the next person to mention anything about this tour would get insta blocked. Uh, ArenaNet uh, responded by discussing it with her and letting her go from the company. Uh, her and another colleague, who also got let go, stated that this was their private accounts, and though they were not represent, and they weren't representing ArenaNet at the time of the making these discussions. So the question now becomes: with everything that went on, it, it's without putting our opinion so that's kind of the facts the girl said some things the community had a reaction she had a reaction to the community based on her public but based on her private but public twitter account let's be honest here it's her twitter account but twitter is public and then you could say your opinions are your own but that still is not, and I repeat this, is not the loophole to get away with saying bad shit. Right. I work for a company, and I don't know what hers is. I imagine that the, the, the social media rules are the same, if not more stringent in a company whose whose options, whose whose you know money is the content, whose money is revenue is based on creating a story and creating digital content, and if that is leaked ahead of time. That is kind of a faux pas. We have seen people get in major trouble for leaking things beforehand and have major things. I personally have a social media policy in my contract, in my hiring thing, stating about how I react to things on social media in certain ways, how I react, how I can handle myself when reacting to things about things within the privy of my job description, but also about my company. And how I can react to them. There is strict guidelines that I have to follow. And I can be fired for liking, saying, or doing something the wrong way. Because that can dictate how I reflect upon that company. 
and my job as a public-facing part of that company will then reflect bad on that. So, this this kind of becomes beyond the, the initial discussion about is was this about a woman working in a male-dominated workforce? Is this about hiring and firing based on certain you know descriptions of? I think it really comes down to is that it, it it's a discussion of the internet where. Even though it is a private account, because it's, you know, I may not be representing my company, but if I go out on a news program and use the N-word, it just shows you that even though you're not representing your company at that time, you are still that person using that word in a manner that is public. If I go out and sit in the middle of Grand Central Station and start swearing at people... For no apparent reason, just the same thing. Yeah, you are representing the company. You, if, if you're not in a work capacity there, because I had the same thing. I have the same thing now. It's just I have, the, I have that for the podcast, for the website, for us as an entity of the Game One Play itself. You must carry yourself in a professional way when you're representing the, a company. I had to do it with Dixons. I could not go outside because if I went outside, right, if I was work, when I was working at Dixons, if I went outside and had an altercation and I got a criminal record, boom, that's my career done. Same with mine. Bye, Michael Patterson. Uh, can I get another exclamation mark MLG for Michael? <laughs> Hi, Michael. This is you listening to the show again. We're happy that you are here. Wake up again. Wake up again. Show's live. But yeah, so it's... It's not a gender thing. It really isn't, in my opinion. It's a behavior thing. And yeah, if, if the guy would have come across like a typical internet tweet... Then I can understand her getting annoyed. I can understand her going well, out day. I can even understand the guy jumping in and going, well, we're trying to be taught by this guy. I can understand that. However, from looking at the tweet, the tweet was very reasonable. There was nothing sarcastic there. There was nothing bad. And as she said, once he found, once he thought, okay, she, she hasn't taken this the way I intended, he backed off and rescinded it. Which to me is very different, very pleasant, surprising for it for, for Twitter. But the way she went off was too far. Now, this isn't the first time she's she got into a bother with something she tweeted because she was one of the people that tweeted about Total Biscuit's death, saying a derogatory and disrespectful remark. Which, whether you like the guy or not, you know, as long as he isn't like a, let's say, a um twat yeah twat or someone who upon like a pedestal and brought down because of their past them being shit it wasn't something she, she ideally should have said she just, you know respect the dead and, and keep that you know, and as much as biscuit was a polarizing person the big thing about total biscuit was is that he just called people out if they were just being shitty developers and that's kind of his, was his thing. Like he may have pushed the line a lot of the times, and did some did, and, and pushed it. But the thing is, you know, 
you have that. I mean, you look at the look at your twenty four hour news cycle. Tell me right now that one of your pundits isn't on there right now. Reese, Reese just caught up. Thank you, Reese. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's not doing that right now. So I mean, there's the internet is a thing. I mean, there's a lot of things going on there, and I think this is a discussion about. I mean, this is this is the internet, uh, uh, and it ultimately when somebody has a reason discussion and there's you know there was escalation. It didn't get escalated in the right way, and, and an employer. And by the way, this is where they said this. She was on her own private Twitter, and I agree with FemFox here. Yes, she was on her own private Twitter. We get that. She was talking about work. She was literally talking about her job and what she does on her private Twitter. So even if she wasn't discussing it as an, she wasn't being at work doing it through official work channels, you're still discussing the the company you work for and then representing the second you get feedback whether it be positive or negative taking that in the wrong way and escalating it even further it's like mm, ah okay let's so i think that management on their side looked at things and said well we need to have a, a response the problem is that the response that we have to have has to be relatively drastic because of the situation. It's not like something where there was like, you know, there was an argument or something they could have handled in house in an HR related matter. If it was internal, obviously HR would have been talked to both people probably would that there probably been some coaching, some administrative stuff. So maybe, maybe that was it, but because you had an explosion in the public sense in a public atmosphere, you need to have, if not equal or bigger reaction to that. And that's why they had to let her go. I'm not saying that it was also a good idea for them to let her go. Because of the potential of other people doing the same thing, getting a big reaction from the person they're aiming at, and then they get fired. And then like, oh, well, I got rid of someone I didn't like. And and for that's... all we know, she could have been a quality employee helping develop. There's Tim Palm with $50 for extra life. See? He found that number. He thought of that number. You should too. But that leads us to... But we're beating a horse here. Also, there's another guy who got fired to help defending her. I really don't know why, why that guy got fired. He must have done something really wrong and pissed off the auditors. Yeah, that, again, he, but his wasn't a exactly measured response as well. He, he kind of was sarcastic to the person. Yeah. So, it's... Yeah, I, I, it's just a big old mess. So, in other words, people, what ultimately we're trying to say here is follow Will Wheaton's rule of gaming. Just don't be a dick. If you ain't a dick, the shit doesn't come up. The shit doesn't come up, then you don't have to worry about it. It's it's just just be a nice person. Measure and also measured responses. If somebody says something like that, just because they tell you to go f yourself doesn't mean that you have to tell your tell them to go f themselves too. So, moving on to next news subject. <laughs> YouTube is giving money to people. YouTube is giving money to mainly Vox Media. To... Which is, that, is that owned by Google? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe. What doesn't Google own at this point? 
Disney. <laughs> true. And Amazon owns its own. So, but regardless, YouTube is making a $25 million initiative for news. Because yes. they're going to basically filter through news, make sure news gets pushed through it, and make sure it's for the legitimate sources. And they're going to fund people who are going to give the right, give nonpartisan news. Okay. So, this could be a very good thing, or a very bad thing, <laughs> considering things. So, to break it down, they're giving $25 million out to mainly Vox Media, but other things to initiatives to look at news, look at this. It's great, understandable. There's The big thing they're trying to clamp down, down on is the conspiracy video, the wild video, the fake news video. Because, obviously, with anything, as you look at the internet, you keep... If you drill yourself down the rabbit hole, you get for it down for enough, you start finding your views that you don't know if it becomes real news or not anymore. That could be a problem. So YouTube goes, hey, we're going to do this initiative and this stuff. But here's the problem. YouTube has a track record. And when they tell me they're going to be prioritizing videos and news stories, with what fucking algorithm are they going to do it with? <laughs> because yeah. I'm scared. Because we all know what the YouTube video algorithm does right now. When PewDiePie videos don't make it to the featured creator page, and he's getting like 2 million views a video, there's a problem with your algorithm. Or you just blackballed him. Either way, this seems like... I mean, it's easy for somebody in YouTube to push an agenda this way. It is very easy for somebody in YouTube to push an agenda. So what was the what was it Rome was paved the Rome was paved with good intentions? Yeah. See, here's the question I asked her about this. It's like are they going to give this money to news sites that will say, for example, that YouTube is banning uh, some channels they are advertising their Twitch too much. Are they going to do run news stories that will go against them? Yeah, because that, I mean, that's that's another thing. Because we, we have people who, once again, it's and they're, and they're arguing, because it's been the terms and conditions for Twitch for a while now, that that uh, those are, it's against guidelines to do that. Because you're driving people off channel. Yes. Which I go... Okay. I understand there, there, YouTube. Question. Small question. Tiny question. Itty bitty question. We'll we'll play the follow up games and we'll, and we're gonna get we're gonna get we're gonna talk about the stuff that people have been following up with. But I have a question for you, um, <clears throat> YouTube. You don't want people to produce videos and drive them off site, correct? This makes sense. This is this is why they don't want you to do that. They don't want you to go to a competitive website. Here's a question. Uh, Will, mm. uh, NBC has its own streaming service, right? Okay. CBS has its own streaming service. Mm. Right? Yeah. Fox has its own streaming service. Right? Mm-hmm. They post trailers for their TV shows, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. They want you to go watch their TV shows on their streaming services, right? Yeah. Okay. What's the fucking difference? 
There is nothing. WWE Network does it. No, there, there is a difference. There is a big difference. Fox is paying YouTube money <laughs> as ad revenue. Yeah. There it is. So, so to solve this problem, if you want to have a Twitch channel, you just need to pay YouTube millions of dollars to be able to advertise your Twitch channel. And then they just won't care. They won't ban you. Yeah, because you're paying them to do it. Give them right. the privilege. So, once again, uh, is it something that, I mean, it makes, it in the terms of the business model of YouTube, it makes sense. You don't want to have people advertising and putting up a 25-second video letting you them know it's on Twitch. Though, by the way, I do believe they have a reminder notification that you used to be able to sign up for to let people know when you were live on Twitch. It would show in one of the banner in the lower left-hand corner of your YouTube video. That used to be a thing. It's gone now. Bye-bye. Because obviously they're competing. By the way, Twitch, I don't care. Hell yeah, they let you export videos that you've done live. They're just to like your channel. Just can't be live. Just just need to give it to us exclusively for an hour, or a day, twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. Twenty four of those hours. Reasonable. I, I would dare say reasonable. And if you're an affiliate or above, not have it multi-streamed over to it. Not using a, a multiple. You know, streaming service to go to different things. Just have exclusivity to Twitch. Fair enough. Fair enough. Not a big issue. For a day. That's fine. <laughs> oh, YouTube. <laughs> just, just, it just seems that they're, they're, they're trying to be, they're trying to dig themselves into a hole here. And I, they're doing a GE. And by what I mean by that is that they're expanding faster than, than they can keep up with. And they're not mm. getting a, and they don't have a handle on what their original product was, which right. made them important to begin with. And that's the issue with them. Shall we check up on chat? Because I know that Twitch is behind tonight. Yes. Yes. Twitch is behind tonight. So we're going to play some catch up. I tried to lower the bit rate a little bit to help that with that issue. Uh, if you need to catch up, just press that refresh button. So, uh, Reasonwave, I almost got fired for a job because a friend walked in to talk crap about their buy-sell policies and thought me and another co-worker tried to calm them down and magic here. Okay. Yep. Femfox, I definitely, fu was f definitely fired way too quick. There was no way the investigation properly looked into any possible disciplinary procedures. Right after the 4th of July, so nobody was in the offices. They were all out and this firing is bullshit. That's fair. Now... Now, this is what we were discussing today, wasn't it? When I said my bit, my bit on this, I thought. Now, this was this is what I thought. Reading the tweets and seeing the bits, I said to James, first and final warning should have been given out. Now, however, the bit she said about the uh, the total biscuit tweet, to me, was much worse, and that's that was should have been an automatic fire. It, the clicker is called lowering the bit rate. That was the clicker. <laughs> yeah. Let's try and get it a bit better for us. Yeah, money is always the answer. That's that's exactly it. That's that's that solves the problem. Yes, and it, it, 
first and final at least should have been given i don't like i said i don't know if that incident was enough to fire her i do believe that there's gonna arena neck needs to check their hr policy basically at the same time you shouldn't be shit talking shit like that online and not expect any repercussion that's the first, that's the, first. the one thing the one problem i have with this entire situation is that nobody's taking accountability for it and she's on the defensive like she was not at fault for anything that she said. Yeah. Which... And she can feel that way and she can say those things. But the second those things came out of her mouth, she had a better understood that there was going to be very much ramifications for what she said. And in a yeah. public and in a in a charged environment, not too many years away from very other and a charged environment where sexism in gaming is a major issue every single time you do anything. Why would you, why would you even go there and not expect, and, and feel that you like just, and just assume that you would be on the right side of things. Not saying that she wasn't on the right side of things, but just making the assumption that there wouldn't be bigger reactions to it. Yeah. You know, what the, like, oh, two wrongs do not make it right. I was going to say, you know, the word we're raising about assumptions that makes an ass of you and me. Me. So. Let's send some happy news. Ready for happy news? Happy news! Happy news! Let's do some Epic happy Games. News. Also yes. known as the Epic Games. You know them for Fortnite. That thing that Ooh. makes a lot of money. Yay, Fortnite. They also make Unreal. Mainly Unreal 4 engine. And what they're doing is actually something very nice. Is that they made a uh, commitment back in early 2018 that they were going to cut the revenue down from what they were buying from, from their thing, from their revenues from Twitch or not Twitch from their, from their unreal store where people can go and spend money on pieces and stuff to an unreal engine to help build assets, to build their own things and own games. They had cut their revenue from 30% down to 12% to provide savings back to the people who use their product. And you would say, why are they doing that? They say, well, we can do this now because through strategic dealings and through our recent successes in the video game market, we have adverse revenue streams and we can pass those savings back to the people who did that. Now, they also understand that they make Unreal. They make a lot of money from the fact that they have Unreal. But they also realize the fact that Fortnite is not going to be there forever and they have to use that to grow this and also then pass those savings back on. So... Epic Games are understanding they have caught lightning in a bottle and then are not just going to go there and be like, haha, let's just charge it, charge it all for its worth. Let's just keep all the money. The money's ours now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, idiots. No, they're, they're, they're taking that and they're pushing it back to people who are developing games much in the way that they did. And they're also going to be making money out of the battle pass. Yeah. Well, that's how they the make the Fortnite money. They pay like about $10 for once every 11 weeks for this seasons which PUBG is trying they're charging you the same amount for about four weeks and some of the stuff is only temporary get yeah. hi Bill crazy Hello, stuff Bill. may have happened I don't know I just assume things I'm also here so, Epic Games doing showing that they 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 are not 
on our YouTube shit list. They are they are nice people. We we, we we like them. They have done nice things for us. We enjoy everything that they do. Indeed, so indeed. When I the new season looks crazy. So yeah. Don't worry, keep talking. You, you'll see it okay. ending real quick. I can I need to <laughs> fix the buffering issue. Because it's no not letting it's not letting them catch up to us. Ah, fair enough, because we need them to but yeah, so I think at this point we should go into what we've actually been playing. This I mean, week. we can profile. Hi, everybody who's listening to the show. This is going to in the watching the VOD. This is the super sexy bonus part for you. Hi. Yeah. So what I'm Hi. doing to explain to you what I'm doing right now is I'm fixing the bitrate. And what am I doing by fixing the bitrate? Well, there's there's this thing that uh, that I have to do is I have to go in yeah. here and I have to change how much the speed of which I am sending things up to uh, Twitch. And the reason why I am doing this is so that it makes it sync up a little bit better and that that way our, um, our friends can actually respond to us in real time. Yes. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, so it is the part that you're waiting so for. So now I, I just clicked the live button again. So there should be yes. um, some some catch up, some interesting things going on. that should be able to just just close these out. Can I just close out all those notifications? Thank you. All so right. Let's see. Let's do this. Yep, they're back. They're, they're back up. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome back. So I, I did a thing. Let's hope it worked. Um, if it didn't work, I, I just don't even fucking know anymore. But there will be stuff. You will notice strange things. You know, is it a bit quicker this time? So we can actually now, I know that there's just strange things going on in your body right now. You're growing. Hair is coming out of places that you aren't really quite sure of. And I'm going to tell you something. Don't worry. I, I get it. I understand. You know what I also understand? That I didn't stop the recording for the vodcast. So it's going to be absolutely fucking seamless. Pachoo pachoo! This guy. So Hell we're, we're yeah. going to talk about... Also, we're making extreme arm movements so we can see exactly how much of the delay is. Not much. A couple of seconds. A couple of seconds. Good. A couple of seconds. So I would drop 16 frames, but... We'll just do that to my awesomeness. So, hi, people. Guess what? It's what we've been playing time. Uh, I'll do this first. Ahem. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the Hergoman. I've been playing Neverwinter Nights. Thanks, Chris. Thank you for being here. Chapter Copter, Chris. Out having Rom with his friend. That's all good for Chris actually talking to people in real life. Well done, dude. Well done. Well done. Enjoy your ramen. I will be having something, probably ramen, later, noodles later tonight. Anyways, Will, yes. tell the wonderful people what you've been playing. I will. I will indeed right now. So, mentioned earlier, for Extra Life, back on the pinball, back on Pinball FX3. Now, you've seen me stream it. It's going well. We've raised about $20 so far. So, that's combined between myself, Kim, and Stupidly Epic, that's $60. That will be added to donations so far i will be playing at the tables up until i've either completed them all again we hit extra life first whichever comes sooner and that will be the donation bit now 
looking at this, I looked to make sure I have a uh, high score to beat. And I realized that um, on Pinball Effect 3, I've hardly done a lot of tables. So I had to go through the rest of this week and put a benchmark on there. Otherwise, it would be a very, very, very weird thing to try and actually beat a high score that I didn't have. So I've been doing that, which is nice. You know, it's getting back into the rhythm again. So we can go buy those awkward tables like Deadpool and Iron Man. Get kids some money. Still, so, been doing that. Been playing more of uh, Dragon Age. It's going slowly again. Which, it, I don't know whether it was me though, because some sometimes of late I've, I've been in to, to game. Which, which happens to us all, we get into that funk. Which I still think I'm in the, in the funk from completing the trophy challenge. I just haven't playing as much Godzilla. So yeah, it, it, it kind of really goes slowly some of the story of, of this, and it doesn't help with the deaths that keep happening in the battles. So I've been playing that. Have you thought about play. lowering the difficulty? I have thought of that, and I might do that. I think it might be a good idea to do that so I can get through it quick. Because I have been tempted by it. It just... It just... <sighs> Yeah, it's it's partly my bloody mindedness to just go through it, to try and go through it at that same difficulty. To the reason logic of saying, well, if it's that bit and you want to enjoy it, just lower the difficulty and just play through. So I am tempted to do that uh, this week. Been playing some Dishonored, a definitely outsider, and Mister Stupid here is back <laughs> because there's this there's this. Area, there's this room where you've got electrical mine in it that you have to try and shut off so you can get to a case which has a bit of music so you can unlock a safe. I spent a good 10 minutes looking for the switch. I die because I thought, you know, someone thought, why don't you try using a power on this mine? So I tried it, died. Uh, I come back, I look to my right. Literally by right where I'm standing, and that's where the pod is, where the, the you know the switch is, so you can pull out the oil. And it shuts the mines off. <laughs> it's like, yep, that, that that's me. Um, welcome back. Just go for the speedrunner strat. That's all you're doing. You go for the speedrunner strat. <laughs> I did also uh, play a uh, play Sinmora. Um, because on Saturday we weren't doing again Dead Island, and honestly, I don't know when or if that's coming back. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, but it's not. We haven't really heard participants of Dead Island, so it'll be really difficult to hear from one of the participants of Dead Island. Yes, <laughs> the moment. you know, he can talk. It's fine. Um, so yeah, Sim Mora. Uh, which is a side-scrolling space battle game. You know, it's like a ship, a bit like R-Type. It's good. I like it. Again, it's, the story is very heavy-hitting. I mean, the guy, one of the guys that, you, that tries coercing you into doing jobs for him is a nasty piece of work. Real nasty piece of work. You know, it's, it's like sexual abuse and kidnapping. It's like, what the fuck is going on with this? But it's you know it's it's a bullet hell 
it's 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 not really hugely tough. I mean, you know, it gives you a good challenge, but it's well worth a play. Um, anything else? Played some PUBG tonight with the war mode, which is more like COD. It's ten teams of five into a little small circle of the map of, of the map, and you you play about what twenty minutes. First team to get to two hundred points, or the time runs out. And it's like PUBG doing COD. It's more like PUBG doing Battlefield. Yeah, kind of. Really is, and it's you know it's frenetic. You you don't have to go and search and scavenge for guns. You get given a shotgun. You get given a sidearm. You get given uh, some bandages and a grenade. Drop into the zone, small zone, fight it out. It's not bad. It's quite fun. We spent about three hours playing it. <laughs> I would have continued it for if it wasn't coming for the podcast. <laughs> I really would have. It's, it's, it's a laugh. It's only like a small timed event. So, you know, they do have little parameters on it. So for a difference compared to a normal PUBG, it, it might bring it some life. and might do a good thing for it. Uh, only other thing I've really played this week is uh, Luminez and a bit of Axiom Verge. But Luminez is like my second ever game on the PS4 version. Level 93. Still got it. And it's a puzzle game if you don't if you don't know what it is. It's a puzzle game based around music stuff. So it's you kinda of got rhythm elements into it. But yeah, so that's all I've been playing. So James what, what are you playing? Steiner. Good to see House. you. Hello. Good to see you. Glad you could join us. I'm gonna talk about what I've been playing, and that that is not gonna involve football manager, even though I've played no. football manager. Because was it was it coming home for you though? No, no, I got, I got I got Nick. Number one, I'm not one of the I'm not coaching any international teams. I I don't need that. Uh, number two, uh, I lost in the round of the the fifth round of the FA Cup to um, who did I lose to? It wasn't Accrington Stanley, was it? No, no, they, it was a Premier League club. It wasn't Sunderland. Not Millwall. No. No, not Millwall. Fuck you, I'm Millwall. No, uh, who was it? I fucking... I can, I can see their logo. I can't think of their fucking name. Anyways, we lost to a Premier League club, but we took them to the second... We took them to a replay. They came home. Uh, the positive thing about all of that is that we may not have won and gotten the prize money, but we got the money from all the people filling uh, Steel Park. So, did that. Um, other games that I have played, I have played Prey. Oh, did you play? So you played more of it. I played. Well, I played it from last time. We talked about it. I, I didn't stream it until after last show. <clears throat> so, I played Prey. Yes. Right. Then, I was like, "You want to know what's a game I've, I haven't played in a while that I absolutely loved, and then now I love to hate." But I secretly have a place in my heart for it. It's Metal Gear Solid Five Phantom Pain. <laughs> like, if you want to talk about like great start to that game, just a wonderful, wonderful start. 
that just never goes anywhere. It just absolutely jumps the shark and then just never comes back. Yeah. But we're gonna play through it and beat it. I've I've streamed I've been streaming, I've been streaming a lot of it. The VODs of it have been going up on YouTube if you want to watch it there. I've been putting them in 30 minute clips too, because I think that's like kind of the best the best sense of watching it is in like mm-hmm. 30 minute bits. Um so you know, you're watching a TV show essentially. You're just watching a normal a normal TV show. Um I don't want to go any longer than that, even if the missions take long. I try to find good cutting points and i am cutting out some of like the the admin stuff where i go back to mother base and i sit on the idroid for like 10 minutes like organizing my org chart don't need to see that so played a little bit played a lot of that uh and then my my off stream game mm-hmm. that i've been playing uh is uh the second tomb raider mm-hmm. so there was is it rise or whatever the second one is shadow no, Shadow is the third one. It's the second Rise one. Second one, yeah. Yeah, so it's that one. So I've been playing that, and uh, I like it. Uh, the problem is, is that like going from like, I'm pl- I'm I'm using for both of those games, I'm using a a, a Xbox three Xbox controller. Um, yes. Mainly because like I I play these a little bit later at night, and I want to be in a more relaxed position because my chair can do. It can do this. My chair can lean back all the way, and I want to relax, uh, so I do that. And then uh, it just—it's—it's uh, it's more comfortable for me to do that. Uh, the only problem is I come up with is the, like there's a sneaking function, and Snake can't jump in one game, and the other game there is a jumping function, but the girl can't sneak. So there's some like transitioning that needs to happen that my brain sometimes gets a little fuggly on, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, I will not be streaming Tomb Raider if only because like that's the game that I I, I can not play in front of you guys and I can just enjoy myself. Um, also because, um, and I have to preface this by saying I'm going to be very sarcastic, sarcastic here. Um, because all whammon is queen, I need to show the game where you're just staring at a dude's ass all the time. <clears throat> I choose the the tight sneak suit and just stare at that ass. If you watch the first two videos of Metal Gear Solid on YouTube, which is the opening sequence, is literally all we're doing is staring at that guy's ass. As we sneak out of that hospital. Just. That's what we're doing. And though I will have quiet. At some point. And I will use her. The nice thing about quiet. Is that you're never close to quiet. When you're op- when you're in the operating area with her. She tends to just run by you. So. Uh, I, those, let's see, what have, have I been playing anything else? Anything else of note? Let's, let's just scroll this down here real quick. Uh, Pit People. I've been playing some Pit People. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is also a non-streamy type of game because it's interesting, fun, and, um, it's, once again, it's just, it's just something I can turn my brain off and play. Uh, same with Football Manager. Football Manager is ostensibly play. That's... Tim, let me tell you something. 
it is intimidating. Gameplay-wise, I believe 5 is the best game in the entire series. Strictly judging it on the gameplay. It is by far the best. It does the most interesting things. It creates the most interesting stuff. Yes. The story falls off about a third of the way in. And then just keeps going downhill. And it's not even like a traditional Kojima. It goes downhill. And then all of a sudden at the end, he just like ties everything together and just goes, fuck you. I'm not making another Metal Gear. It, it just it just sucks. And and, and the worst part is because the opening has so much potential to that game. Within the first hour, you see a flaming blue whale crash in and blow up a helicopter and a guy chases you in a flaming unicorn. Now, granted, do you do you know that I'm playing this for the second time, Will? Do you know how they explained it off? How? Um, Venom Snake has metal stuck in his head. And that can cause some visual hallucinations on the battlefield, especially when he has trauma to his body slash head. Um, I do have to say she's not here right now, but you, Ulysses and me had a discussion in, in the first one talking about, oh, the, the original, so you want to play the Metal Gear games, not the Metal Gear Solid games, Metal Gear. Um, yeah, the old ones that used to be on the Nintendo. Yeah, the Metal, Metal Gear, but yeah. it's... So that's how they write that. It's Metal Gear, it's five. It's just such a good... If you want the best story, play four. Metal Gear Solid 4, in my mind, is the best story. Because ultimately, it's, it's written in a sense of like, it, 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 this is it's Snake's last ride. He has gotten too old for this shit. It's the last ride, and he's just going to finish the job. And it was... With about two hour and a half movies stapled in there. Essentially, essentially I, tr- I, I treated Metal Gear Solid 4... Like a telltale game. Right. The gameplay sequences were there just to get me to the next cutscene. And I'm going to mention a scene without spoiling anything. Yes. Because we don't want to spoil things here. Because for those of you who haven't played it. But again, it's been out for like almost 10 years now. So. So. But. The crawling scene. The crawling through the microwave scene is yes. one of the best scenes I've ever played in a video game. You just mash X, and what's happening on the other side of the screen, it is emotionally jarring. Now, I, I just want to say one thing, though, about um, Metal Gear Solid Five, and I know we were talking about this in Chris Slight's stream the other day. So if Chris does listen to this, you may do, may not. Hello, Chris, if you are. Quiet. Now, we were talking about this and the whole thing of the photosynthesis stuff that's on her skin. Now, here's why it, that whole thing doesn't hold water with me. And it's in quiet is just there as a lad's wank thing. Okay? Because in Metal Gear Solid 3, you have... A boss called the end the old dude the old sniper that if you wait around long enough he dies from he dies of old age okay right he's in a snuggie 
He is in a onesie snuggie. And why is he in that? Because of photosynthesis. The same thing that Quiet has to lose pretty much all of her clothes for. But he has a onesie. I mean, Kojima has is, is a confessed pervert. He does say this. But at the same time, he does go both he does show both ways. I mean there was the entire ride in sneaking through the Metal Gear naked sequence in two. Yeah. There was stripping Raiden down and dressing as him in, in three. There was also Eva unzipping her her jumpsuit in three. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I, I mean, essentially, like, I th- I feel I have a feeling that Quiet's character, not talking about her character design, may have been a, a choice to keep her that way after Kojima left. Or, like, it was just one of those things where he just said, I don't fucking care anymore. Make her look like a slut. Because, let's be real, let, let's, let's do a little comparison here since since we're on the topic of Kojima. <laughs> uh, man, I could, I, I'm, I could write a book on Kojima. Uh, but, if you look at Quiet, Metal Gear Solid Five. She was in a lot of the advertisement. A lot of it was about, you know, oh, girl, girl and boobs, new snake. Oh, my God. Um, in Death Stranding, we've seen Norman Reesius naked more than anything else. Right? Mm-hmm. How many objectifying women in scantily clad clothing have we seen in Death Stranding? Not yet. How many women have we seen in any of the Death Stranding stuff? Two. Two. Including Lindsay Wagner. Right? But once again, once again, is this game? Like, we don't know anything about Death Stranding except for the fact that it's going to be really fucked up. And it will sell millions of copies because it's Kojima making a game that's basically a giant middle finger to Konami. That's what it is. And it's going to sell millions. I have a PlayStation, and I I can tell you, I probably am going to turn it on the next couple of years for Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. and then probably Death Stranding. There's nothing else coming, and then maybe The Last of Us Two. The rest of the games I'm buying on PC, including Spider Man. Sp- no, the Spider Man does not interest me in the lightest, slightest. Fair enough. See, here's my problem with the whole bit of quiet is it's not the fact that. You know the character is sexualized in the way that it is. It's, it's it's the two things. One is the flimsy when you know he already disproved it, but the other is the fact that he went out on Twitter and said, "Once you hear the shame, it's like rather than come out and going, yeah, I made it that way.' People want to if people want to have her sexualized. Fair enough." That's it. If he was all completely honest with that, not a problem. But don't try and bullshit me with some flimsy excuse. The worst is like, like in the second half, of the shittier half of the game, quite is one of the more interesting characters. Like she, she has the most development. <laughs> like, because here's here's one here's one final final thing about this, right now. This might not be a popular thing for me to say, right? 
not ready for this, but boobs aren't evil, okay? Just, just, just remember that. That's all I'll say. Yeah, uh, I, I moving on for that. From, just Spider Man doesn't interest me. Like I don't. I think it's because like it's one of those games where like it's, oh I've been burned too many times by like an open world superhero go around the world kind of thing. The second that I saw like you need to do time trials for skill things, I'm just like I just don't fucking have time for time trials. <sighs> yeah, time trials are the are the bane of gamers. And for Red Dead. Mm-hmm. Isn't that coming to PC at some point? Uh, no. Don't think so. Red Dead Redemption. You can double check. I mean, Fem's also saying that Spyro interests her more than Spider-Man, which is fair. Okay, no so pe- no confirmed on... PC at all for Red Dead. So It's on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Fair. Um... Yeah, it was that was the same for Grand Theft Auto, and how many millions of dollars did that may take to? Time trials are the gateway to degeneracy. <laughs> hey, they they will get you ragey in games that don't really need them there. Like like uh, you know, Dying Light, which Dying Light Two I'm looking forward to. See, Red Dead, ugh. Red Dead, I I I want to like it, but. But if those certain things go into it, if it's online, that won't be being bought this year. I'll buy Red Dead Redemption two years from now. Because Grand Theft Auto came out exclusively for consoles September 17, 2013. And April 14, 2015, it came out for PC. <laughs> so, there you go. That's when I'll buy it. On whatever in-demand streaming service of the Xbox box, box, Xbox box. That we'll have. It's funny how the Xbox naming convention is becoming more like every single Xbox user's actual gamer tag. So, yes, that's what I've been playing. Give me our DLP on PC, damn it, Rockstar. But yeah, it's like, I, see, I don't begrudge anybody who likes time trials in games. In their place, they're fine. Racing games, for example, need time trials kind of their thing but if you're having like a story-based game and all of a sudden they go in time trials just to pad the game out it's like do they really need to do this horizon zero dawn yeah and and the other thing too is that like in a game that is about movement that is about fluidity of movement and stuff i look at that game and i worry about the controls because if the controls are shit the time trials are going to be even fucking worse. Also, to, by the way, uh, for for the Dead Red Dead Red Dead Redemption thing, um, I had the the first one. I beat the first one. I wasn't too thrilled with it. It was an average game for me. Did did you not feel at least a little pang at sadness near the end? Like not the actual end, near the end, but that moment. Yes, yes, I did, but I'm going to explain something to you. I grew up in a household watching westerns. Same. Like, all of the westerns. 
Fem, Fem, I can understand why it is a good game. And I can understand why it has as much critical acclaim as it does. I completely understand that. I just... It, it, it's a Western. I've seen all of the Westerns. This one is literally... It, it, it is a Western. From beginning to end. And that's great. And they haven't done Westerns in, in, in any sense, it's probably Oregon Trail. There's, there's like the Juarez ones called it up, but I'm, Gun, I'm, Gun, Red Dead Revolver as well. So there, there was those at um, Call of Juarez. Yep, Call of Juarez. Yeah. I, I just like, I think the big thing with me is like I understood why the main character was who he was. I just never got a connection with him. I just never got like like the whole like revenge kind. Of... Now to, to be honest, I'm the guy who plays the like in my first playthrough of Kotor. I play the light Jedi. So like I'm playing this and I'm like I I just I get why he wants revenge, but I just can't wrap my head around it. And so I mean, and that's and that's another reason why I I have difficult times playing games with female lead characters is just because I'm not really that mature enough to handle that. And I understand that, which is why horizon zero dawn me, me playing by the way, the entire playthrough is on the YouTube uh, game. will play itself. The game will play itself on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash the game will play itself. Um, is, it really drew me in. I played through that entire game and I liked it, but I think that's because once again, alloy was an atypical character. That's why I'm enjoying <laughs> tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is atypical. They are the, the, the nega quiets. They are the opposite of quiets. They are competent, strong, pardon, and they just don't have a love story written in for them just because we need to have one. I am more than happy with a game that just goes through the entire game and be like, we don't need this in here because it doesn't need to be there. But that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm the guy who plays like the soldier who becomes a Jedi guardian and like that's what he does. He's just like that's he's just good at cracking heads. Leave the persuasion to the other guys. Like I am singularly minded and focused in my jewel. I need to start that again. Kotor. Yeah, I, I started it. Uh, the, the the opening part went okay. Yeah, okay, and then, then just didn't go back to it, which I might do a Star Wars game during extra life. I might. I've I mean, got plenty doing, of games doing Kotor. I mean, I mean, if you're after you're done with Dragon Age, Kotor is like the thing to do because it's basically Dragon Age Origins, but in Star Wars. Because <laughs> I've got, because I was going to do the, the the other two Dragon Ages, uh, and then I'm going to do Agents of Mayhem. What about Inquisitor? Yeah, Inquisition. So it's a Origins to Inquisition. Then I'm going to do Agents of Mayhem. Yeah. And then I'm gonna do uh, Splinter Cell, the the uh, the one I didn't play before when it came back. I was on. So are we just back. playing stealth games? That's like what this um, is now. Spec Ops Line. <laughs> well, Agents of Mayhem isn't stealth. <laughs> That's what I'm playing is stealth games. <laughs> I'm playing either Metal Gear, or Tomb Raider, or Prey, which all in their own right are, are stealthy, stealthy games. It's, it's weird because you seem to be doing stealth. I seem to be doing more PG sort of stuff or dishonored, which is stealth. 
Well, Metal Gear is like there is the ultimate ta- tactic, which is um, level up Trank Gun to max level. I remember in in the end stages of that game, my my loadout was Trank Gun, Trank Sniper Rifle, Silence Stun Assault Rifle, and I would just slowly just snipe, 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 snipe all the gods, Fulton them all out, and just like slowly like whittle down so that there's nobody left. Just why hide the bodies when you can just fault them out? <laughs> yeah. Have them part of your, your gang. Yeah. That's that's the easiest way to do it. Easiest way. It works. They don't tell on you because where are they going to go? <laughs> so is that all you've been playing? Right? Yes, that's all we've been playing. And I think that's that's kind of the, the post-show ramble as it would be. Uh, so I guess we have shout-outs. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, shout-outs would be for Kim, for Tim, for Stupidly Epic, for their, so far, uh, contributions to Extra Life and upcoming because they're awesome. If, say, if you're not going to join us for Extra you know, extra Life for now, join us on the November the 2nd. We're only going to talk about it for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Worth all podcasts. I <laughs> uh, want to give a shout out to Dougie, because he's a good lad, you know. He's, he's, he's gone through a bit of shit. Doesn't need it. Also, FemFox, who is awesome. Malinari, everybody else in the chat. Once again, thank you so much for staying up with us. Shout out to Chris for, like, usually yes. being here nine times out of ten. And also for having yes. a personal life on a Friday night. Shout out to Chris. Uh, hey. I'm, I'm also going to shout out say shout out to Polo, Sam, and Ulysses. Uh, I will be seeing you tomorrow for our final session of Dungeons & Dragons. Campaign's ending tomorrow, guys. Ending. Game over. Final session. The story will be wrapped up for now. We can always go back to it later. But it's a year and a half in the making to this point. All of the rest of them are scared. I'm not. <laughs> no, we, we've discussed what could be happening on it. Yeah. Um, no, I have I have plans. There are plans. There are plenty of plans. I have, I have a monologue ready. A bit, one bit, a bit. Every little bit helps. Oh yes. Also, yes, uh, if you have the time, watch Guardian Con this weekend. They've already raised two point seven million dollars for charity. Up and take my money. Two bits. Two bits. Two Are you just gonna keep donating a bit to keep us on the air? Because I have no problem doing this. Also, I understand. Uh, you need to you need to start creasing that gap because Reese is Reese is really catching up to you, Kim. Yeah, he really is. And thank you, Tim. Hovering second. Also, want to shout out everybody who, over the past four and a bit years, has helped me reach over twenty-three thousand views. On Twitch. That is amazing. Shut up and take <laughs> yeah, my money. I've got that many people watching my streams over the years. So thank you very much. Let us push towards twenty-five. And... All right. Uh, that all being said, I think it's time to head out. I've got music. We're going to play some music. Have a good night, everybody.